Internet dwellers, and are you ready? I didn't actually ask you that question. I, I am. Do you I need was, water? I was humming. Do you need anything? Uh, you know what? I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to be rude and ruin the beginning of the show. I'm going to wait till the middle of the show and then ask for water. Oh, in the middle. You're yeah. going to create yep. a commercial break. Right. In the middle of a podcast. Right. That's for free. Yes. Hello, Internet dwellers, and welcome back to Franchise Schmanchise. This here is the podcast. I have to face the microphone when I talk in the microphone. The podcast where we take a gander at many different franchises and movies, uh, one movie at a time, and figure out whether or not they deserved to continue to be franchises. <laughs> I am your host, Jeff Bell, again, back again. And as you probably saw on the title for uh, this episode, we started a brand new franchise. Now, by starting a brand new franchise, that means, of course... A new co-host. Woo! TC's gone. Mm-hmm. That was not TC. Second is always better. Second second is, what is it? Always First better. the worst, second the best. Yes, I third, think so. Third the turd, and fourth is cool people. Well, who cares after second? Eh, no, the Olympics don't. Uh, <laughs> wait, really? No, there's the third place. That's what bronze is, Jeff. Yay! All right, so anyways, we started a brand new franchise. Uh, we've also recording this one slightly different. We're both in the same room for this one, as opposed mm-hmm. to TC and I, where we were across country. Same country, though. Same country, but yes. across country. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> we'd be in different <laughs> countries. <laughs> Anyways, so welcome, uh, <laughs> welcome the new co-host for this series of mm-hmm. uh, or this brand new franchise, Police Academy. Police Academy, which was suggested by my co-host. Named huh. Chris Schultz. <laughs> Sorry, I, I froze there. You froze. You I froze. Lost. I'm like, oh. what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? What's my name? What's my name? What's my name? Jeff Bell. No, I'm Jeff Bell. <laughs> Anyways, yes, thank you, Chris. Thank you for arriving at my podcast. <laughs> well, you've already eliminated certain ones. Like you said, you know what? Let's not do James Bond. Yes, I don't want to do James Bond. Not not now, maybe in the distant, distant future. But there's already a podcast for James Bond. That's true. So then, right, which is makes this unique, because how many podcasts are there for Police Academy? Um, I'm pretty <laughs> positive we are the first podcast. Maybe the second, maybe the seventh. I don't mm-hmm. really know. Right. But I, we could be very well one of the first. I just know I didn't do the research. So uh, well, you're I in the right know. place, because yeah. neither do I. <laughs> so, well, I, you know, my, my logic was, how can I get the longest franchise possible... And in not being James Bond, I immediately fell on Police Academy because there's been like 40 of them. Yeah. There's only been seven. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> I was counting episodes of TV. Oh, the TV show, right? <laughs> Which, good point to bring up. So the Police Academy franchise does have, what is it, an animated TV show? It's an animated show and a TV show. And a normal TV show. Yep. We, um, we purposefully are not doing the, like we're not doing movie or we're not doing TV shows. Um, mm-hmm. Whether they're cartoons or live action, um, the one the, the the point of this show, since this is a new franchise, so we can kind of discuss some of this extra stuff. Die Hard really didn't have any other types of spinoffs or nope. like uh, entries into it. But for like the Police Academy movies, they do. There was there was multiple TV shows. We will not be doing those. Also, eh, we no no yeah I I've, I've ruled that out. Originally, the rule was going to be no direct to video. We were only going to do theatrical movies. But technically, it's still a franchise, even if it's a directed direct video. Mm-hmm. I was going to say directed DVD, but I'm like, nah, directed video still sounds modern and hip. 
I don't believe any Police Academy came out in the era of DVD. No. Police Academy definitely ended prior <laughs> to the era of DVD by a good five or six years, if yeah. I recall correctly. Um, sorry, I just got sidetracked by uh, an advertisement when I was trying to open up uh, IMDb. I should have gotten water. Uh, you should have when I was distracted. But now you cannot, and now you are tied mm. to that chair where you mm. will remain for the rest of the show. I'm literally tied. You are literally tied with ropes and punji cords because I, I did not have enough rope. Right, right. And you can't buy the name brand bungee cord, so you bought punji cord. I bought punji cord. It's cheaper. It doesn't quite work as well. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't recommend it to be used for bungee jumping. It's got a little order punji to it. Punji jumping, however. <laughs> right. Totally available and totally okay with that. <laughs> it's usually just a one-time thing anyway, so don't worry right. about it. Um, so anyways, let us talk. <clears throat> so yes, we are doing Police Academy. We are doing the classic 1984 Comedy. 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 It's absolutely a comedy. comedy. Yes, it is. We need to discuss the type of comedy this is because I have a couple notes on just... It's not a standard comedy, but that's what we need to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I suppose we could just get right into it right away. Let's so, just yeah, get into it Police right away. Academy. We, the first Police Academy film. Just Police Academy. No subtitles, mm-hmm. nothing like that. So the comedy this movie is is not your standard... Like, it's not your standard comedy. Because I feel like in the 80s, there was so many... There was, like, three different types of comedies. One of them tended to be the raunchy, like, Animal House, um, Revenge of the Nerds, Porkies. That that 80s, like, like college or, like, high school-type humor Mm -hmm. um, that was also very, like, heavy on nudity, heavy on swearing, a lot of, like, drug and alcohol use. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just... That's what they were. There was also... Like, this movie is... Because this is, like, the only one that was rated R, I think, out of the entire franchise. They kind of got a little tamer. Yeah. Which is weird, because in my head, I remember them all being like this movie. <laughs> so I don't know what I'm remembering, and which is good, because I literally... I've seen all of these movies, but I have no clue what happens. <laughs> um, I actually got upset, because I forgot this is not the one with Bobcat Goldthwait right. in it. That's, like, that's every other one. Yeah, I'm like, I'm waiting for him to show up. I'm like, I know he shows up, like... Like a little bit into the movie, and I'm like, he's okay. Let's not let's not ruin not our future ones, okay? <laughs> by talking about Bobcat too much. But I still don't know where no he's Bob at. No Bobcat. <laughs> no Bobcat. Ah, can I do John Deere? Yeah, I know that takes care of all your notes. Yep, that's there just well. I'm just gonna go and close this. Yeah, it was all questions of where is Bobcat Goldthwait? Should it have been yeah. Bobcat Goldthwait? Was he behind the guy at the end, the big tall guy? Yes. I think Bobcat was behind him. Is he in the mobs? Is he in like the scene at the end when like the the the, the mob is? Yeah, is it like is he there? Like, so should we give a little recap of the movie? Mm-hmm. Just a brief. So you for those of you that don't remember. Or have never seen it. Or have never seen it's it. It's very possible people have never seen the Police Academy yeah. films. Yeah, probably. This is definitely not as high profile as Die Hard. Like, oh, Die absolutely. Hard is, absolutely. We've, we've gone opposite spectrums of police movies. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. TC and I did like the high profile blockbuster Die Hard cop movie. Now, which one's more realistic? Hmm. <laughs> That's actually kind of hard to say. Yeah. Because <laughs> your heart says it's got to be Die Hard, but your brain says, you know what? It's probably Police Academy. I think I could do the uh, driving the car up on two wheels <laughs> and parking it thing. I could yeah. probably do that. So anyway. <laughs> um, Welcome to the show. <laughs> so the mayor of the city uh, has a problem with the police force. There's not enough people. So she says, you know what? Let's get rid of any restriction that we had prior. So age, gender, height, weight, all that garbage is out of here. Yep. 
hey, if you want to be a policeman, police person, come on down. Right. They don't care about race. They don't care about gender. They don't care about, I, I, you could argue, intelligence. <laughs> right. Um, and, you know, so the police chief isn't too happy with this. So mm-hmm. he says, you know, make sure we're not graduating any of those people. Yeah. And like they're, either they're letting them in, yep, but we want to make sure they don't make it to be cops. Yeah, so that's the basic premise. Yeah. Like, that's that's the center of the movie. Yep. It's not... It's not a complicated plot. No. That is literally... It's the 80s. That's what yeah. the plots were in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, and you know, it, it was a Steve Gutenberg vehicle. Yes. Um, and But, so watching it this time... There was a lot less Steve Gutenberg than I remembered. Like I, when I think Police Academy, I think Steve Gutenberg is just like the big star. All the plot lines are centered around him, and that's not true. This right. is a, a very much a collective cast. It's an ensemble film, <laughs> and they do a really good job at giving every very unique character their moment to kind of shine in the film. Absolutely, you know, you know, and there are a couple that maybe have it a little more than others. Um, you know, I mean, the movie opens with uh, uh, Tackleberry. Yeah, yep, Tackleberry. Tackleberry. It, it opens with him prior to coming to the police force as a as a as a security, as a security guard. Mm-hmm. So, like, oh, he kind of has his focus. But Tackleberry and then um, Mahoney, and then um, I guess you could argue Mahoney and his time with um, oh Bubba Smith, Bubba Smith, uh, which Hightower, Hightower. Thank you. I was trying to think of his name. I'm like, ah, Bubba Smith. That's all I can think of. <laughs> I know his real name. I don't know his uh, character name. But um, like, it, it those three seem to have. <clears throat> And I guess and the 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 drill the the, the dick cop the yeah, the bad Harris. cop Harris, yeah Harris. Lieutenant Harris like those tend to be like your four if there were main characters those are the four you see the most of yeah but it's still very evenly balanced across the board which mm-hmm. is so weird and it is to, to think about it again because I, I was I'm coming into watching this it's been years since I've seen it mm-hmm. I'm pretty so positive it's been twenty years since yeah, I watched this Steve movie. Gutenberg was like. This was his movie, and and really, it it wasn't. And maybe maybe the future ones they center more around him, and they get away from the ensemble. But this one was definitely ensemble because he started becoming a little bit little bigger of a star. Maybe mm-hmm. as they went, and they're like, well, we can focus on him. Yeah. Oh, we forgot to mention one very important person in this movie, Kim Cattrall. Yes, she was in everything. She was in. She was like a eighties comedy, like raunchy comedy, like staple. Because mm-hmm. she's in Revenge of the Nerds, or sorry, she's in Porky's. She's one of the she's one of the girls in Porky's, and she's in the she's in the franchise that you'll probably be doing with Aaron Williams. Which one? Mannequin. Oh, <laughs> there's only oh, there is three of those damn things. <laughs> yes. Damn it! <laughs> I only liked the first one. <laughs> All right, Aaron, call the up. Anyway. <laughs> Guess we're doing Mannequin. All right, be, man. I had a gosh. I seen the second Mannequin film. I know there's a third. Mm-hmm. That oh. one may have been straight to straight to because that one dealt with that one dealt with uh, Styles. No, not Styles. That's uh, Teen Wolf. Uh, dealt with mm-hmm. the, the 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 black flamboyant dresser guy. Can't think of his name. Anyways, doesn't matter. Yeah, that's a different uh, franchise. Different franchise. Different podcast. Uh, but coming soon. Watch for it <laughs> for episode three hundred and sixty-two. Um, <laughs> so halfway between here and the Look Who's Talking franchise, right. we're doing Mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if we if we have come to doing mannequin before, I'm pretty positive we're reaching the end of the show because it's just we're scraping the bottom of of, of franchises. Um, 
No, so let's talk about the comedy in this movie because yeah, that's, yep. where, that's where it was going with it. Like, it's not a it's not a straightforward comedy. It it almost has elements of like a spoof film. Mm-hmm. It, it it borderlines a handful of times to being like airplane. Like it it, it has the same type of joke. It's almost like they're mm-hmm. spoofing a cop movie, like a, like a cop recruitment film. Absolutely. I mean, it feels it feels very much like very like little skits. Yes. You know, oh, yes. like, yeah, the, the, the joke that while there are some jokes that carry through Tackleberry with the big gun and right and things like that, there are certain times where, where, you know, you go from one setup to the next setup where the joke isn't continued. And the good thing is they have a big enough cast that is not as confusing yeah. to watch. It's not, you know, again, Tackleberry in each skit. It's it's Mahoney, Tackleberry, this one, Hightower and Hooks in this one. Which works then well for, like we just said, like establishing it as an ensemble film and giving each character their moment like because mm-hmm. there's like yeah everybody just has their own <laughs> skit that they're in with mm-hmm. occasionally Mahoney tackling through um, <clears throat> but like little jokes like the, like the two bumbling idiot cops the ones that shave their heads even though yep. they're not supposed to or they don't need to they don't need to like when they come in the when they come in the uh, the school or the classroom to bully the the big fat guy and the the shorter the shorter and dumber of the two we'll just say that like he grabs his books and like goes to throw them out the window, and they just smack up against the, the closed window, and he uh-huh. looks at it like that's like that's an airplane joke. That's yep. that's a that's a spoof movie gag. That's not a gag that's in a standard comedy. You know, it it still works in a standard comedy, mm-hmm. but it was just that, that was that moment where I'm like, okay, this isn't this is definitely not a normal uh, a normal film. Hold on a second, I need to pause that to make sure that that doesn't. Mess with <coughs> downloading, for, or uh, sorry, our, uh, our our recording. A recording. I'm totally not downloading anything illegal. Please don't call the cops. Anyway, so the um, but yeah, like that comedy just <laughs> and like I so okay. I don't. I didn't do this for Die Hard. I wrote down like a couple of lines of just like bits that I like, like. Uh, <clears throat> Like somebody going like nobody screws with me, and I think it's Mahoney's response of going maybe you'll meet the right girl and all of that will change. I went oh oh that was brilliant. Like it's so stupid and it's so witty and it's it's not a very like highbrow you know it's not a very like oh that was well written comedy. It's just stupid fun jokes. Yeah, but they're entertaining and they're good. They're 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 entertaining to watch. So. Um, but yeah, any, anything else about like the comedy? Anything about the style of it? You, like we kind of discussed, we kind of discussed everything about that. So if you yeah. have nothing else, uh... no, I, I think it, I think it works. It, it, it did help it stand out a little bit. Because mm-hmm. um, you know they're, they're, the the eighties had their like you talked about before. They, the eighties had their comedies. They had the raunchy ones. They had the vehicles. The, you know, so Bill Murray was in a number of comedies. Yeah, they were obvi- they were very much so. Chevy like, Chase, Stan, a- you know, like all those old SNL players yeah. were in those that were centered on them. That and was a different for type them. of '80s comedy, right? And this one does seem different because it is that that yeah, go harking back to the the National Lampoons. And it's and that's not to say that it still doesn't have elements of those other '80s movies. I mean, we still have what I usually. Uh, like what I usually call in uh, when I live tweet a movie the uh, 80s movie status achieve, which is actually from Mr. Dan Casey he was the one that kind of got me started on that um, in the concept that every 80s movie needs to have like two things and one of them is boobs yeah. like boobs need to be in it at some point for it to be classified as an 80s movie and this still does that it does it, it, it qualifies know, it qualifies 
a couple times actually um mostly one of them which being is kim cattrall's outfit she wears at one point and then the second one is the <laughs> the women's shower room that is in the <laughs> basement mm-hmm. and has giant wide open windows that mahoney can just stand and um, look into Mahoney was never caught. It was Harris. He was not caught. That is very true. <laughs> Harris was the one that was caught. I will I will say that. But I mean I'm just saying Mahoney is a little bit of creep. A little, a little creepy every he's, once in a while. He's Mahoney is is the, the lovable puck. Yeah. Right? Like he's he's not he's not a bad guy, but he just he does some bad things. Yes. Right? He does bad things, but he's not a bad guy. Like right. if, if push comes to shove, he's never gonna like throw you under the bus entirely or or like try to kill you right <laughs> like, you he'll, know he'll always choose the right thing to do he'll just he'll do bad things like especially he'll do when, questionable things yeah. <laughs> especially like, like the whole the whole prostitute and, <laughs> yes. and 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 podium that gag i totally remember that gag like uh-huh. that one i remember i remember happening in this first <laughs> film but then at the same time uh, I'm pretty positive I was a little kid when I saw this movie the first time, and I obviously I did not understand that. This yeah, time around, yeah. yes, this time I'm like, oh good lord, I, I should just... not have been watching this movie as a child. <laughs> when he, when Mahoney afterward leans out and looks out, which is so stupid thing. for him to do, first off, like why would you do that? <laughs> but that he's willing to like go along with it, right. like yeah, it was totally him. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, and I also feel like at that point in the film is when the police chief, because I, I I have vague memories of him getting kind of goofier and goofier and almost at Lassard. Yeah, like going, almost more um, senile and more like a Leslie Nielsen esque yep. vibe yep. to him as the series goes. I feel like at that moment with the after the podium scene is when in this movie he kind of starts going yep. a little goofier and I think they they you know if 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 they could have cast anyone they would have cast Leslie Nielsen for mm-hmm. that role cuz that seemed to be I mean he the, the right age yeah the right age and you know that's you're they're playing it dry completely yep. dry humor that Leslie Nielsen he was fine the 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 actor um he just passed away recently yeah he just he just he just passed away didn't he he was really old too if i recall correctly so in case you guys might hear, I don't remember if that gets picked up. I live really close to a train track. Mm-hmm. You're, you're a hobo, so it makes sense. We're actually on the train right now. Right. Um, I have a massive sound suppressor, so you don't hear the clickety-clackety of the mm-hmm. tracks. Hobo Jeff. Hobo Jeff. <laughs> franchise, yeah. franchise, why Hobo Jeff? <laughs> that's such a weird thing. Anyway, George George Gaines. That's the, that's the actor. That's the name. actor, yep. yep. Yeah, he is. See, but like, if you if you had cast Leslie Nielsen, so at this point in time, so Leslie Nielsen had been in Airplane, and he'd already done Police Squad, I think. At yep, this point. the TV show, the TV I show, so. which was brilliant. I yeah. love that show so much. If anybody's ever seen the Naked Gun films and wants more, you have to find Police Squad if you haven't seen it because that show is that's it's literally. I mean, that's what mm-hmm. Naked Gun was. The first one is Naked Gun from the files of Police Squad, like. It was the movie version. The continuation. It's so well done. Oh, the 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 folk the fake uh, freeze frame at the end of the every episode. Yep. So well done. So good. Um, but if you had cast him in the film, I feel like at that point the movie would would then suddenly become oh is this a spoof movie? I think that like that's where I would naturally have gone. It could have. It could have. I mean, I think this was kind of before his spoof 
Like before it had really taken yeah, off. Yeah, before it really, because that was in the '90s. That really, he was in like every single spoof movie. That yeah, could he had be. become the spoof yeah. guy. He's who you got if you wanted any kind of. Whereas George Gaines went on to raise Punky Brewster. No, it's true. Wow, I forgot that. Well, look at that, everybody! I learned something on this podcast. Yay, That's podcast amazing. over. I got. Yeah, we're done. Twenty minutes in, we don't even do the rest of these movies. We are mm-hmm. finished. Uh, no, that's a, that's a, that's a lie. Um, so <laughs> here's another thing I noticed. So these are just some observations. Um, the eighties movies had like a really big thing about casting former NFL, uh, players. Like they had all turned to, to Hollywood. I just was wondering what that fascination was about. Like <laughs> you have that with Naked Gun and OJ Simpson, and then you have it with with Hightower in this movie. Like it's it's happened in a handful of movies I've seen. Like I wonder why. Oh yeah, you had um, in Blazing Saddles. You had uh, uh, Webster's dad in there. Oh yeah, See, he's like, a former football player. Like I wonder why George Karras. Does that give you like? Does that did that like? Do they feel like that gave the film some credibility? Because it's like, oh, look, it's a... Well, it's probably, it's a big guy, right? Like, like I mean, his name is Hightower. That's true. So oh, it's a Hightower very too. literal... He's so cool. Very literal. And and he, Bubba Smith was a giant man. That man. Bubba Smith, just from a sheer size, would be the guy that if I ever came up to anywhere, I would just <laughs> turn around and walk away. The man could, like palm your head in his hand you know like when they like they tear out the, the seat for him to drive like i like i love that they made him kind of like this little kitten big yeah. huge imposing guy almost well, like a frankenstein is almost where he is you know he's a florist <laughs> that's true that's works right with flower yeah works with flowers and shit <laughs> sorry i just made it uh oh no it's okay this podcast is totally fucking explicit so okay. anyways the because uh, i i can't help it if somebody so, else swears i have to so <laughs> And, and, and so something with Hightower. So he had been a retired football player, I believe, mm-hmm. by this time. But he had such a big gap in his teeth. Like, he, he, if you notice, like, in the first three quarters of the movie, he didn't smile at all. Right. He kind of kept he his mouth cut, shut. Right. Because he was so, he, he was so ashamed of that. Um, and it wasn't until the director came over and smiled into him big, and the director had, like, a larger gap in his teeth <laughs> that he finally was like, okay, I can do this. It's like, all right, I guess I'm not that bad. It's not that bad after all. <laughs> um so like general thoughts about the movie so we're about we're about 20 ish minutes into this episode so um general thoughts regarding the film any other things that we we kind of glossed over that you can think of so here's the thing with with here let me just mm-hmm. state this so with die hard we can easily dissect you know the film and go into like crazy amounts of detail talking about the movie some of these movies might be a little harder to do that for because like you just said it's it is a very or like we said it's a very basic premise you know mm-hmm. maybe like what was your favorite moment in the film maybe we could discuss that like was there was there a gag that you like i liked the whole movie i guess you know my reasoning like my yeah. feelings behind the film i enjoyed I, this movie i really enjoy the introduction to mahoney um okay yep like so there's two pieces there's one where he he drives the the car in the parking lot and parks it, um, but then the other introduction is when he's at the police academy. At the police academy in his in his half cut off shirt, with bun in the oven with an arrow pointing down. I will say this real quick: Mahoney's ripped. He yeah. actually has. Steve Gutenberg. He actually like 
had some muscles and like a decent body to him considering he's kind of the goofy everyday man comic relief yeah i think well now he's, he's like really like ripped from the last time i saw him yeah like well, he went thank you stonecutters why because they made steve gutenberg a star oh yeah hmm. Anyway, so that's my favorite <laughs> moment, is the introduction. When I have nothing, I just <laughs> I just pause quietly and awkwardly for as long as humanly possible. Um, the, the Mahoney's introduction, because you, you really get a sense of who this character is and his motivation in just, really, you don't even need to hear him talk. You can see visually those two moments, and you completely figure him out, but in a good way. Like, it's, it's you, know, you get to know every character really really quickly because they all have one one thing about them like right. Kim Cattrall's character is gorgeous Steve Gutenberg is a puck uh, Hightower is tall Tackleberry is gone Hooks is she has a very quiet voice so funny story about that so okay there's two things about Hooks mm-hmm. and I, yes I will totally I will totally agree everything you were saying I was totally listening I'm sorry, that made it sound like I was not paying attention. I was literally paying attention to everything he said. But talking about Hooks just reminded me of that. But yeah, like they all have their own unique thing. You can continue. Mm-hmm. We'll come back to Hooks if you wish. Um, Michael Winslow. We haven't talked about him We have him not yet. talked about Michael Winslow at all. This was like we? his first movie. And I don't know where my childhood would be without Michael Winslow making... Whatever noises he wanted. And somehow it just sounds amazing. Right. It sounds fake. It literally sounds fake. He, uh, I, I had read, like, he, he did all the, all the sound effects, basically, in the movie. He did all, like, the intercom. Yes. He did everything, <clears throat> like, in the film. Like, he added everything. And like, he, he was an added character. Like, he wasn't cast, and then they ran into him, and they heard him, and they're like, we gotta put him in this movie. Like they, uh, like they, they, that was the one thing. Like he did, he did the normal voiceover, like the intercom announcements. Even though it's not his character, he still did them. And then, because there's a joke in the movie where obviously he fakes it at one point. Yes. That's one joke. And then later on, I think Mahoney comes in and go, oh, when they're actually, oh, it's when they're going to do the riot. When they're all called to the riot, and Mahoney comes in and asks him, "Was that you?" And he's like, "No." That's that's funny for two reasons. One, because it is actually him doing the the announcement, right. but it's not his character doing the announcement. Like that's a funny little like. Only if you really knew that he was doing the intercom all the rest of the time, that's just an extra bonus joke. My other favorite moment, speaking of Michael Winslow, is when mm-hmm. he's playing the video games in his... <laughs> just alone, alone, with lights off. Just with no TV. <laughs> <laughs> no remote. He's just playing a video game, and Lieutenant Harris comes in and is about to say something, thinks better of it, turns around. You know, Lieutenant Harris is another one of those uh, characters, one of those actors, uh, uh, G.W. Bailey, who it's like, he was in a couple of the movies from my childhood, too, because he's also... I believe he's also hidden mannequin. I think so. He's, think a he's, security, the, he's a yeah. security guard from mannequin. Security guard. You so want to do mannequin it's like franchise, now I franchise could, well, now. The funny thing was is I had I had literally yesterday acquired it so I could watch it again <laughs> because it was one of those I, movies I watched. I did not all the know time. that. I was not aware of that. Oh yes. Oh yes, no, that's a 
that was the thing. That's why I laughed so hard when you made when you brought it up earlier. Because I'm like, I just wanted to watch that movie. <laughs> I like Mannequin. It's a stupid rom com, you know, from the '80s. It's got Andrew McCarthy in it, and I can't help it because Brad Pack. It's yeah, it's Brad Pack, and I grew up watching Weekend at Bernie's. So Jason uh, Jason Silverman. That sounds right. And, uh, yeah, Larry. The other, both Larry and, uh, yeah, I can't remember, whatever. Cousin Larry? Not Cousin Larry. That's weird. Uh, But no, like, so yeah, G.W. Bailey is another one of those actors that always kind of played cops. Not Mm -hmm. always, but a lot of times played cops. You know, (gasps) Connection. With, with the Die Hard series. Oh my goodness, there's so many connections. Uh, No, but just like there's one actor that seems to play similar roles all the time. Very true. Because that would have and, been and Al Johnson. Got, right. Yep. Original Val Johnson. Sorry. Uh, not Al Johnson. That's not a person. <laughs> no. That's half of the person. No. Uh, <laughs> that's just really weird. Um, oh, no. So when it comes to hooks, so I was reading online because I do, contrary to what I said at the beginning of this episode, I do kind of do some research. I do kind of read into some of these movies that we watch mm-hmm. just to kind of figure out some stuff. And I do know that, uh, that hooks, they put her into a fat suit. Because one of the things was going to be that she was going to be made fun of for how heavy she was. And as the movie progressed, she was like at the end of the movie during the, uh, excuse me, during like the, the graduation ceremony, she was going to be thin. Like she had actually lost the weight and, you know, like, ha I could do it after all type thing. But once the, and so they started filming the movie with her in a fat suit um, and filmed that plot line that she was losing weight. And then they realized, like, she's just funny when she's a little overweight. Like, she, you know, she mm-hmm. just she just seems a little like like goofier, a little mousier. And so they cut that out of the film. So she's just kind of always heavy until the graduation ceremony when she doesn't have the fat suit on <laughs> and she's thin. And then she never wears it again for the rest of the franchise. I don't believe. But it's like that's a weird plot point that they cut out of the film because she's really not that. Like, that's not even big, but she really doesn't weigh that much. She was eighties big. She was eighties big. Like look at look at Chunk from Goonies. He was the fat kid. <sighs> she, yeah, he was the fat kid. And he wasn't even that. Like you look at him now, it's uh, like that. My God, skinny I'm pretty kid positive. In today's world, I'm fatter than Chunk. <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna make you dance. I'm fatter than Sloth. So, um, <laughs> but her voice is based upon when she got to meet Michael Jackson. Oh, that is neat. So that's why, like, her squeaky little quiet voice was done because that's based upon the way that Michael Jackson talked to her when she met him. And apparently the sound guys were so used to her talking like that, that when she actually screams, like, don't move, dirtbag, it, like, it startled the sound guys <laughs> because they've had their, like, they had the volume turned way down so or turned way up so they could pick her up Hear on her audio. And she screams that line <laughs> and they didn't think that she could actually do it. Yeah, pretty fun little things like that that I just, I... I Never knew growing up, but I'm like, yeah, it's kind of fun. It doesn't add anything to the movie or take away. So no, I well, I I think it it what it what it does do is is what I like that the director did is he gave a chance for all the actors to kind of create their own character, mm-hmm. right? Like he didn't come in, you know, he was you know with the writers and say, this is who you are, this is who you're playing, uh, this is how I want you to act. It was find your own hooks, find your own whoever. Um, Tackleberry, like find that character, um, and I, I think that's a great way to to handle something like this too, because you're you're, you know, the people that are cast were were well, some of them were well respected actors, like the the guy who did Tackleberry, like he turned down like a Shakespeare thing to do this, or he turned down something else. 
I forget what it was. Oh man, I hope it was like a, a Shakespeare. It was play. like a serious drama, and he was because he had gotten both at the same time, and he kind of threw Police Academy aside. He's like, why would I do that? And he re- he like the next day he switched them because he said, you know what. The, uh, no one's gonna see this other film, so at least this way I'll be seen. In my head, I hope he turned it down like a six-year contract <laughs> to perform Hamlet in the West End or something like that, like some ridiculously he, prestigious uh, role. He had turned down the role before <laughs> Bruce Willis took uh, Die, Hard. Die Hard. I knew it. <laughs> I knew he was a Die Hard guy. Oh man. So, <laughs> but, but yeah, so I, I mean, it's, 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 I, I, you know, and again, this is the first movie and I think we, you know, so I know like in your other ones, it was, you know, as you got down to the end, it was, should there be another one? Right. And I don't know if we're at that point. I think we're at that point right now. So, so, so real quick, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we'll, we'll discuss that in a second, in a second, basically the, uh, just to, just to put some, put, put some perspective in here to where we are going, mm-hmm. um, this movie came out in 1984. It was budgeted. It was about four million dollars for a budget, which for a comedy in 1984, yeah, okay. It's it's still on the low end. It's but still on low end, but it's still also pretty good. Of, yeah, yeah, a pretty decent budget. It's expected to do well. It did 81 million dollars. That's doing well. It did very good <laughs> for a for a stupid little cheap comedy, R rated comedy. I mean, this is before the days of PG 13. Yeah, like just, just which, and really, you could argue today it'd probably be PG 13. It would be PG 13 because they don't swear too much in it. If at all, there's a couple like questionable comments. Um, yeah, there's some slurs. There's some. There is there is nudity there is and there's some there's definitely sexual content yes but it's like it's not R rated like Porky's Porky's is, is an R rated yep. film because there's freaking nudity like every other minute in that movie there this had is, to be there had to be well <laughs> that's why I know that movie <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry was uh, <clears throat> sorry just I got getting a little, very uh, warm all of a sudden whew, boy my face is red because good thing this is not a vodcast. Uh, uh, Sorry, I had to take a drink of water. It's warm in here. Um, anyways, the, <laughs> it's weird. So the movie was very successful. Yes. Um, so yes, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Do you feel, based upon what you saw of this movie, that this movie deserved a sequel? Would you Would you have walked out of the theater going, yeah, that was, and even like nowadays. Yeah. Like I know in the 80s people were a little more acceptable of being like, yes, I want to see more of that. <laughs> but like nowadays, if you had seen this movie and... You had no idea that this was part of a franchise. Would you go, yeah, I'd like to see another one of those. looks like fun. Yes. Based on the model that we talked about, like, mm-hmm. like how, the again, the director gave each actor a chance to build their own person, how it wasn't really centered. I mean, Mahoney is their main guy, but it's not really centered on him. Um, it's centered on the police academy itself. Okay. Um, so in that sense, yeah, because now they've graduated, now they're... Moving on, so yes, I could see a, a, a next one following this model. Okay, I would uh, also agree with you. Yeah, I would totally be like, yeah, because they're because and it's for pretty much exactly the same reasons you just said that they they introduced us to, and this is part two because I will like to do this like what because you were kind of going in one direction. I want to clarify what you're saying. Um, what would 
what would you what would part two be do not you don't have to be like specific mm-hmm. details but you were kind of making the comment that because they established it's about the police academy and they they established this mm-hmm. kind of structure do you would you want it to be part two being a bunch of new recruits no or would I, you continue I would still on continue with on with okay these. because they're like they're just they're brand now new it's, now it's yeah now now it's them in the police station gotcha okay which which essentially is what the basis of the next film is but um, I don't remember much of it. So I don't remember. I, I seriously cannot remember which one Bobcat Goldthwait shows up in. I, I do not remember. One. Is it two? I think so. I can't. I see. I couldn't remember. Also, is the um, I'm st- we're, no. We're, we'll talk about that later. Because um, I, I do remember little things like the the one nerdy guy with the glasses joining the police yeah, force. Yeah, Tim this one. Ketzenberg, like or his Tim wife. Kuczynski, yeah. Um, who like tells her not to like? Which is oh like, that very one? Yeah, that part, guy. Yeah, very small part in this. Yeah, she film. like rides the car. Right. Um, and that's also one of the moments where I realized this was a spoof movie because like her holding onto the car going down the freeway and Kim Cattrall's character or her mom character just like like sitting it's inside the car and here comes the car with the wife attached to the roof. Yep. And then she looks over and sees it like that that visual gag feels very much so like out of an airplane or a naked gun, like just ridiculousness. Um but I do like her the the the, the wife character comes back and she joins the police force, I think. Yeah, is that I have, Citizens on Patrol? Is that like, yeah, it's one of those, right? Like, I remember that happening, which is kind of fun that they introduced a character, which I know they didn't have any intention. This wasn't like a cinematic universe, <laughs> but which kind of it could Wait, be. Wait, it is. Or the Police Academy it? Cinematic. Oh, that was the first one. Did they ever specify where the Police Academy <laughs> took place in? Is it possible that this could be where John McClane got his start? I think so. Excellent. I'm pretty sure it is. So somewhere in part three, he joins the police force... <laughs> And then immediately moves to New York and then immediately flies, no, immediately goes to L.A., Yeah, flies to New York to become yep. a New York cop, and then goes back out to L.A. to save Holly. We are going to connect every, every franchise one. that we do. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a fun little game. <laughs> <laughs> that is like, has nothing to do with the rest of these franchise movies, just being like, all right, so where do you think the girl with the dragon tattoo fits into this whole franchise <laughs> right. that we got going on? Uh, where does Mannequin well. fit in? Mannequin fits in because of Harris is actually the same cop. He moved to the other I can't city. wait for you and Dan Casey to do American Pie. Somehow. Oh, my goodness. Stop introducing movies to the future. <laughs> I've been to the future. I know what happens, we okay? Have so many of these. Um, it's going to be a while, guys. Uh, no, so... so uh, yeah, so that, and I, like, yeah, you, you basically, you nailed it on the head, because you got exactly what I would say. Like, I, I would love to see a part two. Like, I would love to see more of these characters. Mm-hmm. And I would, lo- and I really feel like, yeah, you've introduced the characters. Give us more of them. Like, this was all them just learning how to be cops. Put them in a world where they now have to be cops. Right. And then maybe, like, they fall out of being cops in a future one or something weird like that. So now... And and this, cause I think it's been long enough since we've seen the second one that I really don't. I I, 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 I remember, remember one bit, and that's it. I couldn't remember which subtitle um, it was. So, what wouldn't you want to see in the sequel? That's actually kind of tough. Um, I see. I don't. Okay, like okay, I don't know. I don't know. Like there wasn't really anything in this movie where I'm like, all right, I could do with less of that. Because I feel like most like I could do with more Kim Cattrall, because um, <laughs> uh, I'm a guy, can't help right. it, and she was an '80s beauty. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it, this is just common knowledge, folks. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know what I would. Well, maybe, maybe let me let me because hmm. because the thought I had in my head was 
Um, so how you inter- like how TV shows have introduced characters before. There's supposed to be side characters, and they end up being the main. So this one feature, this one annoying habit, this one Steve Urkel, let's say. Okay. Starts out as like a side character, but becomes the main character by the end, and he's doing the same shtick all the time. While each actor created their own character, they each have like a tick or a shtick that they're that they're with. My fear is if those shticks become bigger than the character. Okay. That would be my like where the writers kind of lose control and it's kind of like, all right, Tackleberry. You want to make another big gun joke? I'm not writing it. You can take it on. Gotcha. I would say like maybe the um, the the big heavy guy, um, Barbara. Yeah, his gag. It's like okay, we've reached kind of the extent of fat jokes, you know. And the clum, the guy who's incredibly clumsy. I feel like who who is the husband who yeah. uh, the wife dropping on his car. His his bit. I feel like I feel like he was only established so they could have a reason why the riot randomly breaks out at the end of the film. Why it breaks out and <laughs> how he steals the plaid suit. <laughs> that whole the ending of this movie is pretty damn ridiculous. Like it is. if you really sit down and think about it cuz it all starts with him what? Getting an apple and like yep. throwing the apple away. Yeah, because his partner or whatever doesn't want him eating the car. Right, and it hits somebody who they turn around and they see another like another guy with a bag of apples and he thinks he does it, so they start a fight and that gets pushed over and the, the pinball machine rolls across the street and crashes through the window and people think it's a riot and they start stealing stuff they start fighting. It is the most okay. I will say like it's it's very well done because I don't I feel like you you don't see that often. Especially nowadays, you don't see that type of a gay because it's so over the top and so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's not something you would expect in a movie. You would just be like, no, it's, that's not what's going to happen. In but this. they save those plots for James Bond movies. Now. That is very true. It's overly complicated. You do not, you do not bring Skyfall or no, Quantum no. Yeah, Skyfall. All of Skyfall. them. Do not bring that into this. We, we, will, we will later on. No. Okay. Anyways. Back to the topic at hand. Um, no, I would probably say, like, like I feel like his character, the clumsiness of his character, we've seen it. It can't go anywhere else because he ultimately created the final act of the, of the movie. Right. I would be okay with seeing less of him and his his thing and then less of the, the fat guy because I feel like he also had his moment in the movie. We're okay with that. Yep. We don't need to see... He gets his win at the end, too, which yeah. is great. And it's great. Okay, fine. His, his yep. story is complete. We don't yep. need him anymore. Whereas some of those other characters, like, you could still expand upon Mahoney. You could still... You could technically expand upon Tackleberry because yep. he is... Which I think they do. Don't they bring in, like, a like a, a woman gun lover? Like, gun nut? For Tackleberry? For Tackleberry? No, it's the uh, it's the female drill sergeant or drill... Oh, the blonde-haired one. Yeah, the blonde yes, hair. Yes, that's right. Because that's right. there, there's the there's the guy who dresses up. Mahoney's uh, roommate, or one of the roommates, like, he dresses up as a woman so he can get to the woman's dorm. Oh, yes, yes. And seduce all the all One the that women. doesn't actually have the Spanish accent. Right. Yes, yes, that's right. He just found that it worked better. Yep. 
It's very clever. <laughs> uh, they, they, well, that's the thing. Like, there's all these characters that we're bringing up, and it's like they 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 did well establishing themselves, and the director did well making sure each of them were featured. They each right. had their their part, so that you knew them at least at least a little bit. At least a little bit. So, well, I feel like we're on the same kind of page for mm-hmm. uh, for our thoughts on this film. We both really liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't rate this one because it's the first one, so we can't compare it to anything else. Right. Um, we definitely both agree that there. We would like to see a, another one of these just to see kind of where they go. And we will. And we will because guess what, guys? A year later, they released part two, Police Academy two. Uh, was there a subtitle? Was it? I'm sure there was. Yeah. Um, was, uh, I, I can't remember. In action. And I looked it up like three seconds ago. Um, their first assignment. Their first. Assignment. That's it. Her three, I think, is Citizens on okay. Patrol. Yeah. Um, I think. Anyways, they made out. They made a part two. A year later, this is literally the saw of 80s comedies where they're just like, we're just going to keep cranking these things out. Well, when a movie makes, you know, when spend four million times its budget and it makes 80 million. Yeah. Yeah. You make a movie really quickly because you can say, hey, we will just take some of this earned cash. <laughs> just throw it at this yeah. next movie. We'll say six million. This yes. Time. It's like, hey, we could do that. We could do that. So. But yeah, we uh, we we get another Police Academy film after this. So now, Yay. very excited, very excited. So let's do a real quick, uh, like, um, just uh, when it comes to these episodes, so with these comedies, one thing we had briefly discussed, we didn't do it with Die Hard because it was only five of them. Some of these we might group movie entries, multiple no. ones into a single, and it's not just because we want to get rid of Chris faster. That's not the case. Um, it's just that, like... Like as it was, we struggled a little bit. It's a, it's we have fifteen minutes until technically the end of like an hour long episode. Um, it's just sometimes some of these are a little harder to talk for like for at length. The, um, the what they're giving to the movie world isn't. Yeah, uh, it's like they're great. They're funny. This was a great moment. This was a great moment. So, All right, let's go on to the next one. But, you know, it, but it, I think we'll be able to get into some points. We will, and we're going to kind of wait yeah. and see, and we'll, we'll discuss it beforehand. What? Before we no no no, we'll discuss beforehand whether or not we feel we could fill an hour with a mo- with one entry, oh. and if not, and if that's so, that's why if any future episodes, because definitely like the no Mahoney to me, those, those are just going to be, be horrible. Up. So, yeah. and I'm not saying like oh no we're not going to do two and three as one episode. Yeah. My thought was always kind of at least get through the first three movies, and then after that, yeah, is, then we'll talk. Then we'll talk, and I then think we'll Mahoney be like, only has one more movie after that. I think he's only in four. In four, and then he's gone. And then hashtag that. no Mahoney. <laughs> hashtag no Mahone on hashtag Frenchman. You guys heard it. Uh, so that's the hashtag no Mahone. Kind of like that. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So so just that's just a heads up for for future episodes in case you in case you know you're you you see oh there's a new episode but oh we double up oh there's two of them on this that's the reason why it's mm-hmm. just it's not that we're trying to get through them faster it's just for some of these longer franchises I would do it for the Nightmare on Elm Street films I'm gonna do it for like Halloween any of those like really long series mm-hmm. we're we're gonna end up doubling up on a couple just because I, all I would end up doing would be I'll be sitting and bitching about the film remember the last Die Hard movie of episode <laughs> it would be that. But yeah. even some of those, like even the Friday the 13th films, some of those later ones, I just be like, I don't know, it was horrible. <laughs> like, I can't believe they did that. Why would they do that? Okay. Yeah. Ugh, I got nothing else more besides it was bad and don't watch it or do watch it and be miserable like me. Um, so yeah, that's just that's just a little housekeeping just uh, before. I, so, well, with that, we'll probably actually wrap up 
Yeah, it's fine. Um, for this episode, was there any other final thoughts you had regarding the film? Did you want to go to the um, the Blue Oyster Salad Bar after this? We should go to the Blue Oyster Salad Bar. I heard they have a really great band. Yeah, yeah. The village dance floor is something. always good too. We need to go to the the Blue Oyster Bar after this. That was a callback to that movie. Please go make sure you watch that. I want to see more of those guys. Those two bumbling idiot guys are actually pretty damn funny. They do I, well, yeah. I kind of, I'm actually okay with them. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Like, I just, I like, I mean, I know that there's only a, level, a certain level of, like, okay, well, you need what are foil. they going to miscommunicate? Yeah. You need a foil on, on one end. And, and yeah, the, it's classic comedy, sitcom-esque. Oh, yeah. Miscommunication. But it misunderstanding. Fits, it fits with the style of comedy yeah. that we're watching. You have to so, have that antagonist somewhere in there. Yeah, so. save some of this kick-butt analysis for Police Academy 2. I can't wait. Hopefully it won't be as long of a gap between... I'm, I'm hoping now that we're in the franchise, we can, we can start blowing through some of these. Probably. Get them all kind of back on a schedule again. Yep. Like, you know, had a little hard time for Die Hard, but we'll hopefully keep with Police Academy. So, Well, with that, uh, Chris, we've reached the end of this episode. Is there anything you would like to talk about or plug or discuss uh, where people can find you on the interwebs? Yes. Where can um, the internet dwellers find you? So if you like horror movies... As I would um, watch all the 80s live films. <laughs> uh, I'm part of a podcast called Podcast Mania, where we review d- different horror films or horror elements, directors, actors. Um, there's five or six of us kind of rotating. So that's fun. Um, and then I'm also a rewatchman. Oh, yes. So you can listen Which to I got those to be podcasts. On, finally. Yes, as an intern. Oh. Um, and well, we now will... guess who's the intern, bitch? You don't have you, interns yet. You dude. didn't see the hand motion that I did. It was pretty, pretty damn ridiculous. Pretty, pretty epically. Hands flapping up and down. It was uh, bad. Elbow shouldn't bend that way. Elbow shouldn't uh, bend that way. I'm pretty positive I need to go to the hospital. So, so now, now do we, well, let, let's finish this first and yes, then we'll take Hurry, because I'm in quite a lot of pain. Um, so in, in the Rewatchman, we'll re-review movies that maybe you haven't seen in 10, 20 years. Like Police Academy would be something that we would watch mm-hmm. in our Rewatchman. And do we remember it as fondly? I beat you. Um, or what we're just starting is a pre- and post-Watchman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what Jeff was on with me, where we... Epically watched Batman, Superman, and don't say anything because you should listen to that because it is, it is, we went in with some hope. We, we did go And we left hope. in with no hope. Well, we a little, 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 little tiny sliver of uh, kind of like, eh, but mostly no hope. Yeah. We recorded that in my car on the way to the movie theater and on the way back from the movie theater. Yes. Doesn't have the high quality sound that this one does where you so, hear the trains in the background. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we, 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 we fully expect to do the same thing for Civil War and X-Men. Apocalypse. And by we, you mean? Uh, you potentially, maybe original rewatchmen TC. Oh. What's that guy's deal? Come on. Why is he, what, 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 what is that? What, yes, yes, because real quick, as, as any of the listeners might have heard, that's the same podcast TC would usually plug, plug at yep. the end of we're his episode. It's the same show that we're all, yep. or that you guys are all doing, but it's, mm-hmm. it's a fun show. And then what are you going to plug? 
Well, I will plug this podcast. If you're not listening to this podcast, please do so. Oh, right. and at the time of this recording, we have officially become uh, we we uh, Google Plus. Uh, podcast section has in fact gone live um, I did look into it it takes a little while to process that's okay. why they were when we looked the other day there was one or two with like, epi- five, minutes. With like five minutes of an episode it's because they process for a little while so for those of you out there who have Android devices or have Google Play and they use that for your music they do. They did introduce their podcast section and Franchise Manchise is on there so you can subscribe to it it's just taking freaking forever to process the, the audio clips for them for some reason so if all the episodes don't show up that's why in the meantime, you can definitely go to ghosthead.net and go on there for the podcast and check it out. Also, mm-hmm. be sure to subscribe to us, mm-hmm. either on iTunes, uh, maybe give us a rating because we love people who rate things. That's fantastic. Um, <laughs> remember, we're not professionals. This is just fun. Uh, that's my leftover from my top shelf days. Thomas knows what I'm talking about, right, Thomas? I love you, man. Um, so <laughs> he knows what he, what I mean by that. <laughs> um, but no, otherwise, uh, definitely uh, like us on Facebook so that way you can be, keep, keep, I think I just stopped working. That way you can keep up with us and any updates we have for future episodes. Such as Thomas doing Narnia series with Jeff. Oh my goodness, would you stop it? <laughs> That's number 267, and then uh, American Pie is somewhere in the 500s, I'm assuming. Actually, no, American Pie probably end up being like within like then the top hundred. Honestly, yeah. no lie, just because because you'll have Bandcamp and you'll be like, "Why am I watching this?" Oh my goodness, there are so many of those, aren't there? I should have picked that series. What was I thinking? Oh my god, I forgot about the direct-to-video ones, the ones that <laughs> all of them that had uh, John Levy or uh, Eugene Levy. Eugene Levy, even when his son is no longer in it, but oh he's still in it. God, please don't make me Stifler's do brother. Please don't make me do that. <laughs> yes. Oh. Come on, Dan Casey. Step oh. up, Dan Casey. Oh no, I um, I am, I am, I am terrified to do those movies. <laughs> I will look into that, and um, I will discuss my my findings of whether or not American Pie will happen. <laughs> oh my goodness! One, two, three. Oh no! Okay, nope. That's not nope. Okay, we're gonna talk about that later. I'm gonna beat you with that. Uh, <laughs> but actually, there's a really good quick point. Real quick at the end. Oh, and also, you guys can find me on Twitter at, at randombell. Or yeah, randombell.com. That website doesn't Twitter. exist. I'm on Twitter at randombell. I do live tweets. I'm watching the Aliens and Predator movies right now, just for funsies. So I do live tweets of those just because I can. And we do podcast or. Uh share out our uh, video game play once this is true on the YouTubes I do not remember what my username is huh. I will find it and if I can remember I'll put it in the show notes on the website for this um, but you, yeah we, every once in a while we do play uh, we do live uh, live stream some video games uh, video game play on the YouTubes mm-hmm. you can see us get killed by 12 year olds <sighs> that's so bad and you can see what Jess like when he's been drinking um Pretty much the same. It's pretty much the same. I'm incoherent and just slightly bit more angry. Yeah, very good point. Uh, (laughs) So, well, with that, everybody, um, that's it. That's it for uh, for this week's episode. I don't really. We don't. We don't really still have a good sign off for the end of the show. Okay. Uh, So. you know, if, if you come up with something, feel free to, to figure out a, a phrase or, uh, you know, like until next time, you know, or uh, I don't know. I have nothing. I really have no sign offs. Uh, and I'm just now I'm just I'm riffing until you can. I know until you start talking. Pulling, again. Right. I, I, was just letting you, I was letting you go. I was letting you go. Um, 
Oh, and real, while you're looking that up, real quick, one of the things we we're thinking about doing for future episodes, um, if we, we have a little ways to go for a couple more franchises, but a couple of franchises from now, we will start offering up voting. Um, so we'll offer up a couple different movie series, and or you can also write one in, technically, for those of you listening, and whatever one gets the highest rating, that's the next franchise that we will do, just to kind of keep things mm-hmm. interesting. But that's, we, we're like, we're talking like five or six franchises away from it now, because... I kind of have a schedule and uh, who I'm working with and who's next, who's going to replace you one day, Chris. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to be rewriting the rules as my job as intern <sighs> to include TV and cartoons. In its, each episode each is episode its, each cartoon one. Show. Oh, my goodness. Like, I'm sorry, next host. Jeff's not available. At that point, the show is episodes. no longer franchise franchise. That show is now a police, police academy. academy podcast. Yeah, that's all that it is. The PAP. Oh my goodness. PAP. The PAP. Welcome to PAP, everybody. <laughs> Tackleberry out. So this is we'll how we end the show. So we'll see you guys at the Blue Oyster Bar. I have music, but I, I think I think this is Come on, gotta give the 80s tinniness of it. Okay, but only if you dip me. Of course. Fantastic. All right, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a thing, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> this has been a production of Ghost Hat Media, proud member of the Ghost Hat Network. Find them online at www.ghosthat.net. <laughs> I like the ending.